Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hi guys, welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm so glad you're back. I'm Veronica Pretty. For those of you that are new to me, I am an astrologer here in New York City and I also teach yoga and I coach clients and I um, share my love of Bravo and essential oils with anyone that will listen. Um, so I'm glad you are here listening today. And if you are tuning in on the podcast, then um, thank you for tuning in there. That's actually where most people tune in. So if you like what you hear, please consider leaving a rating or a review. Um, all right. So this week is a big one. We've got a lot of good, well, I shouldn't say it's a big one because last week was such a big one. This is a normal big one. Last week was like really, really big. Um, You know, the thing about the astrology right now is that there are parts of the astrology that feel like they're going fast, but then we have Mercury retrograde, which inevitably feels like a slowdown. So it's this push-pull that we've been experiencing for a few months. Your life might feel like it's moving forward and you're getting more clarity and you want to start taking action. And then there's some things that just feel like they're not coming along for the ride. They're not going as quickly as you'd like them to. This is par for the course right now with what's going on. So we had this um, Mars square Pluto, uh, Mars square Saturn situation going on the past couple of weeks. And that felt like you were driving with the parking brake on. Now that has lightened up, which is so nice. Uh, Mars has moved beyond that square with Saturn. And now Mars, as of tomorrow, it's going to be perfect tomorrow, perfected. In astrology, we say perfected when the angles are just right. But we have been feeling this build up to the Mars square Pluto which is coming tomorrow morning, Eastern time, very early in the morning. So it's going to be at 523 AM. So for all intents and purposes, Mars is square Pluto right now, as I'm talking with you at 608 PM on Monday night. So Mars square Pluto is intense. And that's what I really want to talk about today, because that's the thing that's really um, moving you forward this week. That's the energy that we really want to be tapping into. Now, Mars square Pluto can feel like you want to get a fight on. Um, So all weekend, I was a little frustrated, a a little irritated, a little restless, a little bit like wanting to get a fight on. Um, If that was you, you know you're not alone now. Astrology always teaches us that whatever we're feeling, lots of other people are feeling the same way. Um, So that could be one one manifestation of this energy. Another manifestation of this energy is that you could be feeling very, very passionate. You could be having um, profound focus and a desire to really go deep with the things that are important to you. You might be getting more clarity on what the things are that are important to you. If you've been struggling with maybe going in a lot of directions, this week is going to help you pull that focus 
and really target it. And I personally am excited about that because my word for this year of 2019 was focus. And I really feel like the energy of this week is going to help us focus in and prepare how we are going to start 2020. Because Right now, there's so much potent, fertile, abundant, whatever you want to call it, astrology. And this astrology is a wonderful opportunity for us to get things going, find that momentum so that in 2020, we're ready to just take off. And so we're not, we're not starting at base camp. We're not starting at ground level. We're already a quarter of the way, half the way, a third of the way up the mountain when January comes. And I use the mountain analogy not only because it's a great visual, but because we are moving toward a Saturn-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn. Capricorn rules mountains. It rules the earth. It rules the things that give us structure. It rules the hierarchy. It rules our desire to ascend, to climb, to accomplish, to, um, you know, look, to make it to the top of the mountain and look back down and say, wow, I did that. Um, That's very Capricornian. They love goal setting and they love goal achieving. So in January, January 12th to be exact, 2020, we're not only going to be in the midst of kicking off a new decade, we're going to be in the midst of an aspect that only comes every 36 years in astrology. So the last time these two planets were together was in 1982 and 83, and they were in the sign of Libra. Now they are in the sign of Capricorn. We've been leading up to this all year, and astrologers have been looking at this date for a a long time, looking forward to this time that we were going to be experiencing this. So This is a profound time to prepare yourself for that conjunction and to get clear on what you want to be working with on January 12th. So right now is a great week to get really clear on what your focus is, get really clear on where your energy lies, get really clear on what's no longer worth your energy, your efforts, and your prana, and what is. This is a great time. And Mercury Mercury retrograde in Scorpio is really giving us that opportunity to, for lack of a better term, because I really don't like this phrase, but it's giving us an opportunity to cut the fat. It's giving us an opportunity to get rid of the stuff that we don't want to get rid of the stuff that's not good for us, to get rid of the stuff that's just a distraction. This is about getting really clear on where your focus is, choosing that path and going for it full force. So now back to the astrology at hand for the week, Mars squaring Pluto. Mars is the ruler of war. It's the ruler of sex. It's the ruler of the masculine energy within all of us, whether you're a woman or a man. It is the ruler of um, our drive, our ambition, our motivation. You know, Mars really likes to exert itself physically, whether that is working out or, you know, you know, showing up with great posture and confidence. Um, Pluto, on the other hand, it's also, you know, Mars and Pluto are two um, very compatible planets because they both love to be in the realm of power. Okay. So Mars likes to be 
likes to feel empowered and to be um, a powerful force in the in the landscape in the story. Pluto likes to be a powerful force, but Pluto can also find power in insidious and mysterious ways. Mars is a little bit more in your face. Pluto is a little bit more um, secretive. So Pluto rules Scorpio. So we're having all of the secrets come out this week. We're having all the secrets and the mysteries come out this whole Mercury retrograde. And that's really what this Mercury retrograde is about. Mercury retrograde in Scorpio is about unveiling the things that have been veiled to us. So the things that you weren't able to see, you might be able to see. I'm actually really loving this Mercury retrograde. And I know that sounds crazy because yes, it comes with the mundane Mercury retrograde stuff that we're so used to hearing from you know, pop culture, if that is, you know, your computer acting funny or your phone being slow or your battery dying or someone didn't get the email that you said that you sent or the text message didn't go through and you didn't realize it. You know, those things might be happening. I'm not seeing that as much this Mercury retrograde, but people have been telling me that they're experiencing that. So I'm sure some people are experiencing that. What I'm finding is that it's very clear where the disconnects are in communication with the people that we love. It's very clear when I'm speaking and someone else seems to not be receiving it the way that I'm intending it. It's very clear that there are um, places in my relationships where I'm not necessarily um, communicating the way as best as I could. It's very clear the places where I'm not allowing myself to be vulnerable, where I should be or would like to be, um, where it would benefit my relationship to be more vulnerable and to allow more, um, allow there to be more space to be seen in that way. Um, I'm also noticing that a lot of people are getting really honest with their dreams and where they want to go and what they want to be working on. And a lot of people are letting go of things that they thought were important to them or they thought they wanted to accomplish and they're pivoting a bit. So I see this a lot in my online coaching business world. There are a lot of people who seem to be pivoting their business in some way, shape, or form, whether it's that they're simplifying or maybe they're um, you know, taking a program that's been really successful for them and they're relaunching it a little bit differently, or maybe they are closing a program that's been really successful for them so that they can go on and grow new aspects of their business. There's a lot of that happening right now, and I don't think that is... Um, You know, it's so funny. So in the online business world, there's so many people launching businesses right now. Um, Sorry, not launching businesses, but maybe launching businesses, but launching courses, launching offerings. There's a lot of launching happening. This is the time of year that businesses, whether you're a retail business or a a small business, whether you're an online coach or, um, you know, like a you know, a a big box Walmart, like it's, we're all launching something because it's, it's coming up on that time of year where, um, you know, October, November, before the holidays hit, people have, you have people's attention and then come Thanksgiving to Christmas, New Year's, you don't really have people's attention. Everybody is really, really busy with, um, 
with family stuff, with travel, whatever. So this is a time of year where people seem to like to launch things, which makes sense because we're still in that fresh new year, um, sorry, new school year kind of vibe and we're going into the new year vibe. So there's just all like a, a push to finish this year strong and to start next year strong. The astrology is really supporting that right now. So that's my long rambly way of telling you that the astrology is really supporting this um, desire to make a choice. And I think that people are struggling to make choices in some ways because Mercury is retrograde and we're all sort of trained if we're astral if we're more than astro curious, if we're astro knowledgeable, we're probably really trained to not necessarily make the big decisions during this time of the year, this three, four times a year where Mercury goes retro is in retrograde. Um, you know, I am feeling so strongly that people are making decisions and they're really right. Like we're revisiting decisions that maybe we haven't made before. We're revisiting, um, the patterns that have been so prevalent in our lives that perhaps in the past have held us back, but we didn't have the strength or the clarity or the knowledge or the vision, um, to make the right choice for us. We had to go through some of the lessons. So Mercury might be bringing up lessons for you. You know, I have a very small anecdotal way of looking at this. Last year, this time, um, one of my favorite stores had this puffer vest, super, super little example of how this is manifesting for me. They had this puffer vest. It was in white. I loved it. I was like, oh, I really, really want it, but it's expensive. Maybe I'll ask my mom for it for Christmas and blah, blah, blah. And before I even like got to ask her, it sold out and they didn't have any. And I was so bummed. And all winter, last winter, we had a really pretty warm winter in New York. So I actually could have really used a puffer vest because there were a lot of days that a sweater and a vest would have been perfect and didn't really need a full coat. And I like to take walks. So a vest is kind of perfect when you take like exercise walks in the park when it's cold out, giving you way too much information about this puffer vest, but I'm really excited about it. So this year they brought back the vest. It was slightly different. The color was slightly different. It was still white with like a little bit more of a pink hue to it, which I really like. And I was like, I'm buying it. I'm not waiting. I'm not asking my mom for it. I'm buying it. I was so bummed all winter I didn't have this thing. And now I have an opportunity to make the right decision and buy this puffer vest that I thought was too expensive and I didn't really need. And it was just one extra thing in my closet and blah, 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 blah. That little anecdote is just a symbol or a metaphor for all of the ways that that might be happening for you right now. You might be having a lot of decisions that are re-cropping up or cropping up again or cropping up or cropping up for the sixth or seventh time perhaps. And you're having this opportunity to choose differently. So I want you to just be aware of those opportunities. Um, so Here's the thing. This Mercury retrograde, it is giving us an opportunity to choose differently. It's giving us an opportunity to also forgive a lot of people that may have caused us pain, even ourselves, if we've been holding on to that. This is a great opportunity to let go of the trauma, the wounds, the pain that you've been holding on to that probably is getting really, really, really heavy and holding you 
back or making you feel heavy and held down. It's also about that. So all of that is to say that all of these themes that are coming up with Mercury and Scorpio and with the sun, this Scorpio season, sun is still in Scorpio, illuminating all of this stuff for us. All of these themes are only going to be exacerbated and um, brought to the surface even more by this Mars square Pluto, because this is like an excavation of our truest desires. So if you've been struggling with what do I want, I've had that conversation with several friends and clients that are like, I don't really know what I want next. I don't really know where I want to go next with my business, or I don't really know what I want to do for my next job, or I don't really know what it is I'm really wanting to focus and invest in. This week will be an opportunity for you to get clear about that because Pluto really rules. I mean, Mars and Pluto both have such a sexy vibe to them. And they really do have a lot to do with our sexual desire. But our sexual desire is just really, it's, it's, it's real, of course, but it's also a metaphor for what we want as a human being. And if what you're really wanting is something that you didn't want to let yourself know that you wanted, like maybe you really are ambitious and driven by money. That's okay. That might come up this week. You might get a hit that like, you know what, I really do want to take the big job for a lot of money. That's really important to me. You might get a hit that I really want to be seen as the expert. I really need to be looked at as the expert, um, the smartest person in the room. That is what fuels me. And these are things that Pluto and Mars will bring up. And there's stuff that maybe we don't think is very doesn't make us appealing as a human being. It doesn't make us look good based on our community. I mean, maybe you, like me, you hang out with a lot of yoga teachers and that might not be something that is viewed as societally um, acceptable within the culture, the tribe that you run in, right? So get clear with those desires. Maybe your real desire is I don't want to work at all. I want to find a really easy phone it in job so I can just make ends meet and then do my yoga on the side and not make money doing it. And I've had plenty of coaching clients who have decided that, who've been like, you know what, this is my passion and my love and I don't actually want to make money doing it. So these are just some examples of how your desires might play out this week and they might play out in unexpected ways. So really allow yourself to let that stuff come up. Um, it can make you, uh, angry. It can make you overly passionate. Um, again, your deepest desires will become more evident. Um, you want to avoid pushing or forcing with this Mars square Pluto stuff going on, because if you push or force, it's not going to end well. Everyone is going to be walking around with, you know, their, uh, mitts up, if you will, or what, what a, I don't even remember. I don't even know what these are called now. Gloves up, gloves up. Oh my gosh, having a brain freeze. So everybody's got the gloves out this week with Mars squares Pluto. I mean, you really, some people are aching for a fight. Now I think it is not, it's not lost on me that this is this actual um, square is happening in the morning of election day here in the US. Now granted, tomorrow, November 5th is election day. Go out there and vote. Um, you know, 
it's not a particularly important election. I don't think there's that many important uh, races happening. I'm not even really sure. I don't even know if I have anything that I have to vote for. I think there's maybe one small um, thing in New York. But uh, the point of the matter is that Mars square Pluto on election day, it's going to make it a little bit dicey. It's going to make people a little bit angry. There's probably going to be some disputes. Um, so be aware of that. Be aware that if you see someone just like cutting you off, you know, at the, in traffic, like just be like, just, just let it roll off your back. Cause it's not worth, um, getting in a fight over, you know, when in doubt, look to compromise this week with this Mars square Pluto when it comes to other people and when you're trying to make decisions with other people, or you're trying to work with other people, look to collaborate and compromise and don't, there's a desire with Mars square Pluto to be the, the top dog, to be the one that's on top, that's winning. And sometimes you have to ask yourself, is it better to win or is it better to be happy? And sometimes when you have an aspect like Mars square Pluto, no one's going to really win in the end. So better to compromise and focus on your own desires and your own stuff. Okay. Um, this is the last big challenging aspect to Saturn and Pluto to Pluto, really, because we already had all of them to Saturn as of last week with this Mars square Saturn last week. And then, um, Mars square and Pluto this week. We are not going to have another challenging aspect to those two planets until we have that conjunct until that conjunction, which is going to be, um, well, I guess eclipse season. So until later in December and then approaching that January 12th conjunction, we're not going to have challenging stuff involving Saturn and Pluto. So this week is really like a preparation for January 12th. You know, and I really, really, really feel like this week is a phenomenal time to set the groundwork for where you're going to go in 2020. And, you know, like people are saying, it's the last 60-ish days of the decade. So where are you going to go in the next decade? And this is a great week to set aside some time and get really clear on what that is for you. Um, today is actually the first quarter of the moon. So if you are noticing that your new moon in Scorpio intention needs a little bit of retooling, today is a good day to do it. The moon is an Aquarius that helps us really think a little bit outside of the box and to be creative and innovative. So really look into if it's not quite working with your new moon in Scorpio intention, how can you pivot and retool it? How can you adjust it? Um, tomorrow is that Mars Pluto. We talked tons of that. Um, Oh, I wanted to say this. The Mars-Pluto energy was gearing up yesterday. I made the marathon in New York. This is great physical energy, energy, energy for physical energy. So if you, um, it was a great day to run the marathon. So if you ever wanted to run a marathon, yesterday was a great day to do it. Um, and you may have noticed if you follow politics that um, the glove sort of came off between Mayor Pete and Elizabeth Warren in Iowa on Friday. So that is another thing. We're going to start to see the the primary get a little bit uglier, I think. And this Mars Pluto was kind of like the beginning of that. It's starting to shape up. Top seeds are trying to, starting to shake off the, the, the stragglers. And sooner than later, I'm going to do a special podcast episode um, on the charts of the Democratic primary 
candidates, but I wanted to wait until we have about six people because four to six people, because then it'll be um, a little bit easier and we're getting there. So, so soon I'm going to do it. Um, okay. So that's what's going on early in the week. Middle of the week is going to be really nice. We're going to have a moon in Pisces on Wednesday and Thursday. And then Friday, we're going to have the moon in Aries going to Aries. So we're actually going to have a pretty, um, really, really nice Thursday, Friday. You know, we're going to have this sun trying Neptune and Saturn sextile Neptune almost making, they're making this, um, three planets having very harmonious experience with one another, Saturn, Neptune, and the sun. And this says to me that we're going to have discipline when it comes to our creative and spiritual pursuits. And we're also going to have a creative and spiritual view on our, our, our more tangible physical realm pursuits. So when it comes to your career, when it comes to your spiritual practice, when it comes to whatever you're trying to accomplish, whatever Whatever the dream is for you right now, whatever it is that you're deciding to focus in on, you are going to have a lot of um, focus, determination, discipline, and ability to see the grander uh, picture on Friday. We're going to have the moon in Aries all weekend until Sunday night when it moves into Taurus on the East Coast. So this is actually a really, really nice weekend to get some stuff done. Um, especially if that if that dream that goal is starting to crystallize and clarify for you uh this is really going to be a good weekend to set aside some time um you know turn the phone off tell the family you're busy and go inward you know whether that's doing a walking meditation or a meditation or a yoga practice or whatever it is it, it for you that gets you quiet give yourself space to be quiet and allow um, the ideas to come because there's going to be a really really um, uh, creative energy but also into it's going to be intuitive it's going to be an intuitive creative energy that also has a lot of structure and discipline to it because Saturn's going to be there. So it's going to be really nice. I mean, I think a sun, sun in Scorpio, um, Neptune in Pisces, Saturn in Capricorn, it's a very, very uh, powerful three planets to be harmoniously working together if you have a clear goal in mind. So if you've got something you're working on, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's going to be great. Saturday, we're going to have Mercury sextiling Pluto. And the moon is still going to be in Aries. So we're going to have incredible focus. Now, when Mercury sextiles Pluto, we are going to have even more secrets, mysteries, the veiled things being unveiled, being revealed. Because Mercury is retrograde in Scorpio. It already hit Pluto once. It's going back to hit it again, and it's going to come back for a third time because that's how retrogrades work. So pay attention on Saturday and don't miss that opportunity to really tap into that focus because Mercury sextile Pluto, when Mercury's in Scorpio and Pluto's in Capricorn, I mean, that is focus. That is the ability to really... Um, if you set your eyes on it, you can achieve it. So um, 
you might be obsessive, but focused you'll definitely be. So that's a great, this is a great weekend to, to set aside some time to work on your dream, whatever your dream is. Um, and the sun is going to oppose Mars on Sunday, which is, or sorry, the moon. The moon, I wrote sun, sun instead of Sunday, so then I said sun. On Sunday, the moon is going to oppose Mars, and that is can make us a little bit irritable. Though I think after Mars squares Pluto, you know, everything else, irritability, I don't know. I think I think Mars square Pluto makes us a little more irritable than the moon opposing Mars would be, but just be on the lookout for that. So if you um, are feeling a little bit restless or feeling a little bit irritable on Sunday, then get out and get physical because Mars loves to move your body. So this week, you know, because Mars is a big player this week, you want to make sure that you move your body, even if that means just taking a nice walk and seeing the autumn leaves, even if that means, um, you know, getting on your mat and just doing like a 10 minute yoga flow, like whatever it is for you, fit it in where you can, but get in your body because it's going to help you um, not only get the intuitive ideas, creativity flowing, which is a big part of the latter half of the week, but you, it's going to help you move that energy that feels a little bit restless and might even feel a little bit angry. So that will really save you and put you in a better position to compromise and collaborate and work with other people. Don't forget, retrogrades are all about the rewords. So reassess, revisit, um, restructure, um, re-edit. Did I say that? So all the rewords, all the... Um, Stuff that you haven't dealt with or is coming up to be dealt with again. You you might have to, people might show up. You know, I had a yoga student find me on Facebook who I hadn't seen in many, many, many years. Um, so you're going to have welcomes, ghosts of the past come in, but you might have unwelcome ghosts as well. But just remember that this is all review. Mercury retrograde in Scorpio, it's, it's always review with Mercury retrograde, but when it's in Scorpio... It brings up reviews that um, tap into our emotional self. So things that might be really joyful, like seeing a former student, and things that might be really painful, like seeing an ex-boyfriend. So being aware that that's going on and then also not getting too attached to it and just saying this is part of this is part of the story of this time and this is an opportunity for me to maybe see some of the patterns, the emotional patterns that are playing out for me that I may have not dealt with accordingly. Mercury retrograde is all about bringing those lessons back to us that we just haven't really totally integrated yet. Um, so that's all I've got for you. I feel like I did a lot of going off tangent, this on, off on tangents this week. So I apologize for that. Um, but it's kind of the nature of uh, all this water energy, I guess. Um, just following the emotional curves. Um, all of that said, if you are interested in getting a reading and preparing for 2020, I do have spaces available. This is a really, really good time because this energy, as I said, it only happens every 36 years. So if, um, you were born in 1982, 83, this is definitely impacting you. Um, it's a huge, huge, huge thing. 
And if you um, are just feeling like there's a lot of change and transition and lessons and stuff cropping up for you right now, the Saturn-Pluto is a huge thing for each and every one of us. It's just a matter of where it's playing out in your chart. So if you're interested in learning where it's playing out in your chart and where you can really harness the energy of the Saturn-Pluto conjunction so that you can kick off the next year and the next decade in a way that the next 36 years really in a way that you want, in a way that feels um, focused and productive and beneficial for you, then this is a really good time to hop on uh, for a reading with me. So if you want to book that, veronicapretty.com slash astrology, and it's all there. Um, I will see you next week. If you have any questions, you know where to find me, Instagram, Facebook. Thank you. And for the all, all the podcast listeners, I love you. Um, I always am super excited to see ratings and reviews, so feel free to do that there, and I'll see you next week.